When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Dave Schrader. Andy Brand Bernard. Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. We've got Timmy Lammers. We've got Kostaki. Dave's in with us. Look at this outfit. You got the Vikings. You got the FBI. You got to cover all your bases, Tom. <laughs> You're damn right. Wouldn't mind turning a couple of Vikings over to the FBI, actually. It'd work out pretty well. Can we wait till the end of the year? Yeah, the end of the year. We can do that. I thought you were a Bears fan. Uh, that's secondary. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a Vikes fan, then, oh, I, then Bears. But I'm a Cubs fan over the whatever team you guys have here. Because <laughs> the Bears went from number one to number four very quickly <laughs> in the standings. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company. And they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. God, I got to find that bit we used to play on the KQ Morning Show like 25 years ago. The man was walking down the street. (laughs) Remember that bit? Yeah. (laughs) Phenomenal. (laughs) And he goes... A man, but they edited it. So basically, it's like they got the voiceover, but then they had to edit it to fit their project. Mm-hmm. That's when the man with the mask started walking down the street toward two girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was they sub- yeah, they it dubbed was- in another voice. <laughs> <laughs> two girls. <laughs> two girls. Didn't even try to get the voice close. No, no I didn't even try to get it close. Absolutely. It sounded very like robotic, like an automated voice, but it was just so two funny. girls. <laughs> <laughs> you played that every Halloween. Oh, yeah. we got. i got to find that again. i got to play. We only have nine days left, so i got to get it done. Yeah, I know. I'm bummed I won't be here. Where are you going to be? I'm going to be on the cruise. We're leaving Friday. Oh, for Christ. 
I know. I'll do? just be here working. She will be too on the boat. I will yeah. be. Working. I, I, <laughs> she will be working you, hard on drinking and gambling and in the spending buffet. my money. Spend oh, my money. Yeah, I know they have a casino on the ship. They always do. I'm just looking forward to soaking in a hot tub. So you're leaving Friday. What? When are you leaving Friday? I think our flight leaves to Miami like around 11. So you're 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 gone Friday through all next week. Yeah. Well, Wednesday. I'll be back on the first. When's the first? The oh, it's a Thursday. Yes. The day after the 31st. The day after the 31st. Oh, that's right. My birthday's in two weeks. I keep forgetting. Yeah, I know. I won't be back. I don't get back to Minneapolis, I think, um, like 6.30 Halloween night. So I won't, I'm going to miss out on all the trick-or-treating fun. Yeah, that'll be horrible. But people Dave is home. doing something super cool on Halloween. She's good at the setup, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, once you calm down over there. Is it <laughs> By the way, Dave is doing something. By the way, you know who's really kicking ass? I'll be on Ghost Adventures Live that night. Well, that's right. You, know, you talked channel. about that before. Yeah. yeah. How many people is it again? Like 4,000 people he has coming to this thing. I don't 4, know. It's, it's a lot. Every time I look at the list, there's 4, more people. 000. Michael and Marty Perry, Chris Fleming, myself, uh, Zach, Nick, Aaron, or not Nick, Zach, Aaron, uh, Jay, Billy, all the people involved. You're just making up people. first names. I might be. You know, Rick's going to be there. Yeah, Tom Rick, will be yeah, on yeah. hand. Tom's uh, going to be on hand. Uh, Josh Gates is going to be on hand. Oh, I like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, God, I had about 15 questions for you. Now we're messing around with names and I forgot. <laughs> the hell's it going to ask? Oh, no, I lost it again. <laughs> it's something to do oh, with. The... Oh, I know what it was. What? what? <laughs> Have you watched the second season of Lore yet? No, I think I'm not sure because I didn't. I only watched about ten minutes of the first one. I think they cut the kid out of the show. They cut Aaron Mankey out of his own show. I think so. Really? I didn't hear his voice in the first. The 15 bad narration minutes. wasn't uh, horrendous. Yeah. I don't. It, it, I, see, I have a hard time saying anything because I'm a radio guy, and they're like, "You're just being sour grapes." He's rich and famous, and you're just modeling by on a podcast. No, but I just, I don't get it. You know, there's just some people you, you hear in the field, and I just don't know why they're where they are. How is he rich and famous? Oh, geez, he, he breaks it in pretty good for lore. Plus, he does live stage shows. Oh, does he do live yeah, stage Yeah, so you shows. go, and I guess it's like he has, like, one of those old easy chairs, you know, the big wingback chairs. He sits in an easy chair. And then he's, and got the, he's got the table with the lamp on it and the, and the big book. Mm-hmm. And he walks out, and he grabs a book, and he's like, I'm Aaron Mankey. And this is lore. And, and then he opens a book lore. and then reads to you from the lore books. From yeah. Why would so, you ever go there's, see there's that? There's video and stuff, I guess. I don't know. People love the guy. God bless him. I don't get it. I just don't understand. And that's when Robert the Doll came down. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Really? That's your narration? I love it. I love that uh, somebody's out there doing what they love and, and making No, no, I agree it. with yeah, you. You're absolutely just... right about that. He, he's doing well making yeah. doing what he likes. I just, um, I don't know. We got Tim on the phone. Timmy! I love that that's always the voice that greets him. Timmy! Timmy, what are you doing, Timmy? He's not responding, Andy. He sure isn't. Timmy, what seems to be the problem? Uh, Timmy, crack corn and I don't care. Uh, Timmy, right. Timmy, why you do this to me, Timmy? Maybe he's a huge Aaron Menke fan. Oh, Could I be. see why. Up. He's like, I've had enough of this shredder and his blathering. Why. Blathering on the show. Okay, now... Tim okay, is should on I try to get Timmy? <laughs> no, he's not there. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll figure it out at some point during the show today. It's yes, not a problem. Will. Catherine yeah. is not here today because she traveled for five days, and then, well, the five days and the two return days were with a two-year-old and a four-month-old, so she hasn't gotten any sleep at all. Mm. I was telling everybody off the air, and I talked about it this morning on the KQ Morning Show. This ragweed is killing my voice. I th- yeah, I've noticed. There's like, something in the studio. Every time I come in here, there my nose just starts pouring, yeah. and my throat what starts tightening it? it up. I don't know if it's the uh, recycled air from is the rest of the building. It is. I'm allergic to Tom. I'm allergic to Tom's filth. <laughs> no, I, yeah, because I like the last couple of days, I'm like, God, am I coming down with a cold? My nose has just been running. I don't know. It's all the cocaine. Yeah, it's all the blow you're doing. <laughs> Sorry. It's all the blow you're doing, no question about it. <laughs> well, while we're waiting for Tim, I did see Goosebumps 2, Haunted Halloween, over the I weekend. I do want to I took our two youngest boys to go see it. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, for what it was, it's a fun little movie. 
Jack Black overacts his whole part, which is yeah, kind of what he does, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, it's like weird. It's like so badly overacted. I don't know if they're doing it on purpose, especially oh, when sure. he's supposed to be R.L. Stein. <laughs> he's a damn good actor, and R.L. Stein is in the movie <laughs> as the principal. Oh, oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. That. So he he does cameos in the movies as the principal of the of the school. But um, it was it was a cute, fun little movie. It, it moved along pretty pretty good and and there were some funny little lines throughout it and although there's one thing you really have to welcome back have a great show thank you one of the um one of the fun bits is the the two main kids what they do is they offer to go clean out old properties and they'll clean it for you but they get to keep whatever they find that they want Mm. so they're hanging up signs all over there the junk brothers and on the top of the banner but they always show it very fast it says let us grab your junk Oh, okay. So, well, yeah. So there's I'm some insider back humor. In my chair, crossing my legs. You <laughs> yeah, know. there's some insider humor in there. So it was good. I think. Uh, did you like the first Goosebumps movie? I never saw it. Oh, and I don't think I'll see this one because I, if I come home and say to Catherine, "Oh, is music and cute," she'll go, "Don't ever come home again. <laughs> don't ever <laughs> it was come back." Music and cute. It was amusing and it was cute. Go away. Yeah. Um. No, I I don't know why I didn't. Andy, like I said, used to love. We watched the TV show all the time, mm-hmm. didn't we? Well, if you like the TV show, you'd love the movie. I mean, it's it's a good good little carry on of that. Deals with yeah. all the characters and the whole concept is that Halloween comes to life this year. So all the different characters and and oh. all of your yard ornaments and everything start coming to life through a magical spell. So. That sounds like it's a well. It's either based on one of the newer ones, or it's an original. It's not based on any of the books, right? The whole concept of the movies is that uh, R.L. Stein. Somebody finds like R.L. Stein's book, and they open up one of them, and in the first movie, it releases all of the characters from R.L. Stein's books mm. into the real world. It releases, and, and in the new one, they find his original manuscript, the first story he ever wrote, that he never completed, mm. and he opens it up, and it. it it allows Slappy to come out into the universe again yeah. and start doing his his craziness. But it was uh, it was fun for what it was. I, as a kid movie, I'd give it three out of five stars. Well, that's that's good. Yeah. How so, about for an adult movie? Uh, for an adult movie, it was definitely two two and a half out of oh, five so stars. Yeah. So I shouldn't go see it. Nah, I'd wait. I'd wait. But for, if you have kids to take to it, I'd definitely go. Like if you want to take Andy and father son time. Do a little walking down the beach hand in hand. People, let me tell you about my best friend. And then take him to the movie. Yeah. Nielsen. Yes. Indeed. It doesn't say anything about Aaron Mankey not narrating the second season, but that doesn't really mean anything. I just. Maybe the first... they just walked him through a better way to narrate now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe they uh. did. But there was no narrator at all. Oh, really? <clears throat> I didn't huh. hear one. Maybe I just. Maybe I've got it on closed captioning, and I just didn't know it. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, I just... I know you. You're, you've got the movie on. You're surfing the internet on your phone. You're texting all your friends and posting your pictures to Instagram. You can't pay attention. Oh, all, all the that. time. That's all I ever do. There's no question about it. Or it was just on in the background while you were chasing box elder bugs. We oh, had... God. <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Because <laughs> of Catherine, I imagine. Yeah, you, yeah, we saw you, you know... Trying to find where the heck they were coming in. She was taking video of that. No. Yes. No. Yes. What oh. a child. Tim is on now. I, I like the. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's good to know that it's actually working now. Yes. Timmy. I, was I? Did you hear my? <clears throat> I wasn't doing it to remind you. No, no, no. It's fine. It's not clearing my throat because I'm still fighting a cough here. It's just annoying as all hell. It's not annoying as all hell. It's part of real life. That's why if people want to uh, cough, it's their business. Wait, no problem. Is this the what Tim movie were you talking about when I uh, chimed? Not chiming in when I first came into the queue. There, you were talking about some movie that was a kid movie or something. Yeah, the uh, Goosebumps Haunted Halloween. Oh, okay. Haunted Halloween. Yeah, but you probably will because uh, you're you're Tim from Tim Talks Hollywood now on Patreon, right? Oh, that's right. The that's new podcast, right, baby. Big shot. He took the lead. Yeah, I, um, I'm starting out in a couple weeks here because, you know, I, uh, you guys get sick of talking to me all the time. Oh, so it's, just to, it's just horrible. I need to keep talking, so, <laughs> you know, I'll just roll tape and just, you know, let it record there. Yeah, I mean, thank you for mentioning that, and, and uh, certainly I'll be, once it gets actually going, I just kind of wanted to notify people, and I'm on Patreon, if you want to 
subscribe or you know uh, throw a few dollars my way. I, I hate begging for money, but that's kind of what it's all about there. You're not begging. You're you're, you're but, getting something um, in exchange. You're being a, a tap yeah, dancer. Exactly. Well, you know, Dave, you know this as well. It takes time and Tommy. I mean, it takes time and money to do these things. So, you know, you got to justify it. So, yeah. I mean, I promise to bring you some pretty cool things, too. I mean, obviously, we're going to get the the, the, the chit-chat, like we're chit-chatting now with me and fellow media folks. And, uh, you know, hopefully folks like Tommy and, and Dave will want to come on and talk with me at one point. But, you know, I want to talk about TV news as well. Uh you know, the controversial stuff. I'd love to give my two cents on that sort of stuff. I'm going to avoid the politics. It's not going to be about politics. Hey, I want to, you, uh, you got to talk about Keith Ellison and the fact that he's not a buddy of Louis <laughs> Farrakhan. God, yeah, yeah. Well, if it's, if it's the subject of a movie, maybe. But, you know, no, this right. is where I really soured on the Hollywood Reporter and Variety. I mean, two times, at, at one time, two great. Hollywood publications that have basically turned into political, yeah. you know, it's no, more of a political publication now than anything. And, and people don't read it for that. They, they read mm-hmm. it for the business. And so I hope to bring back, you know, more of the movie and TV business stuff. Um, and then also, I mean, obviously I, I get an opportunity to do a fair number of interviews. So those interviews will be featured on there as well. And um, I also have a ton of um, audio interviews from the past. I mean, I've been doing this for a long, long time. You have Spencer uh, Tracy. I'd love to, yeah, I'd love to share. What's that? I said you have Spencer Tracy interviewed on I have Spencer Tracy. No, I don't have anybody that far back. I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I did. I mean, you know, the shame of it, Tommy, is... You know, you get an opportunity to talk with somebody like Donald O'Connor for um, uh, the big movie, Singing in the Rain. And by that time, I mean, the guy, I asked him a question and he just didn't know what was going on. It was none of your business. It's like when I met Mickey Rooney. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I talked to him, too, boy. He 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 didn't want to talk about anything but this one particular project and if you brought up anything else it's just i, I don't want to talk about this i want to talk about boys town i want to, was boys town a movie that he did yeah yes no he also wanted to talk about circle burger remember when he had a burger chain that that he he bought it was called circle burger and all he did was cut the middle out of the hamburger so it was like a bagel it looked like a bagel what, why is that a good idea don't you judge him because he, he's giving you all the flavor but one third the taste. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> That's right. taste the flavor. Here's the problem. Well, it seems to me though, if he's taking the middle of a burger and cutting it down, he's almost like basically doing a slider, isn't he? I mean, Kinda, he... yeah. Uh, I don't know. They're, yeah, they look like bagels, and the problem is, if you put mustard and ketchup on them, they always went into the middle of the burger. I never. I had know one, it's but... going to ooze out the top and right into your nose. Right in your face. That's exactly. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, now I got to picture my wife eating a burger. <laughs> With a hole in the middle, how the ketchup would... You don't lift it this way, honey. It's not... You don't eat the burger no, this way. No, when you bite hey. it down, it's going to ooze up. It's I'm sorry, only I can't after call her honey word business. I'm only after vaping. Cassie. Only after vaping. Oh, God. She's, oh, God honey. She's licking Look the like... carpet. I dropped some soy, soy sauce down here. <laughs> oh, God. I would look I like go the hoff on the, on the ground eating a cheeseburger. <laughs> I got to go I gotta go over there after the show today. I'm going there on Thursday. Are you? Mm-hmm. It's the greatest ever. Andy, do you feel left out of the yeah. marijuana club? <laughs> Even I'm in a good mood, which is really odd. <laughs> Me too. Isn't it terrible? I was just telling it's Dave. It's going to ruin my career. I was just telling Dave on the way here, I have not felt this happy and just kind of. I kinda... couldn't agree more. It's well, like except I... for on our wedding day. No, right. I'm a lot happier now. <laughs> well, no, I just feel that dark cloud of, well, when you're ill, when you have chronic illness, right. it does bring you down, like, hardcore. So, I just, I feel a lot, I feel a lot lighter, and I feel all the ickiness is going away. It's a so. good thing. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, without having to write a check. The app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, 
and easy to use. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, 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 Tommy. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. Do, do, do. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not a volcano. It's Andy making coffee. I didn't even have time to make the coffee. I just had to turn it on because it's broken, apparently. What's broken? It's supposed to automatically turn on at 11.30, but... Good God. Nothing These works. coffee machines, they ever work? No. Apparently not. They're worthless. Worthless mm-hmm. and weak. Five minutes ago, I'm feeling better than I've ever felt. Yeah. So do I, Cassie. That's true. Don't these damn coffee pots ever work? <laughs> this is as good as it's going to get. I mean, that's the problem. That's you as do good look as a lot more lounge than I've seen you in a while. Yeah, pretty loungy. Hey, loungy. how's it going? Good to see you. Everything's really terrific. Um, Timmy. Yeah. Timmy. I love doing that. I actually, I first started doing that with Tim Ivory, my friend Tim Ivory. I'd go, Timmy. And he would look at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? That's fair though, isn't it? Timothy. It's fair. It's fair. All right. Now, so I was, who, who sang that? I know Rupert Holmes wrote it, but he was with a group that sang it. And it was an early what, 70s Timothy? hit. Yeah. The boys. B O B O U Y S. Buoys. Okay. The buoys, yeah. Yeah. And the Rupert buoys. Holmes who wrote the Pina uh, song Escape. Yep. The Pina the Pina yep. Colada song, yes. Yep. Yeah, they actually renamed it to the Pina Colada song because that's what everyone knew it as. Yeah, Escape became the Pina Colada song, didn't it? He was mm-hmm. a nice guy. I used to run into him in the, in the, when I was in the record business. He was and, a pretty and nice went guy. on to a pretty successful career writing uh, Broadway stuff. The hills are alive. I think that was Rodgers and, and Hammerstein. I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Rodgers and Hammerstein. <laughs> Sorry. Wasn't about Rupert that. Holm? Wasn't he the sometimes when we touch guy too? Sometimes uh, when that we was touch. Dan Hill. Oh, Dan Hill. The honesty's right. too much. I'm gonna sing that to Catherine when I get home. Welcome to Tom Karaoke. I'm gonna, as soon as I walk in the door, hey, honey, you home? Yeah, I'm in here. Sometimes when we touch, it's going to be the greatest. Catherine, if you're listening, lock the doors. By the way, Timothy, Timothy, yeah. um, you already have a subscriber lined up. Joe from Louisville will be subscribing to your podcast. Ah, yes, baby. Yeah, well, he said that because, oh, and this is part of the deal, too. I need to, to get this out there. Because this pertains to Joe from Louisville. Um, I uh, said that everybody that subscribes will get a free uh, download of my ebook, Direct Conversations, the Animated Films of Tim Burton, with a foreword Ooh, by Tim Burton. I love that. And, and Joe said, well, can, can you autograph it? And I says, well, since it's an ebook, I, I can't autograph it, but I'm happy to sign a piece of paper for you and send it down. And uh, he says, well, yeah, I want to keep it for when you're a big deal. And I said, when I'm a big deal, I thought I already am a big yeah, deal. Yeah, what, what do you mean when you're a big deal? <laughs> so, Joe, so Joe tweets out, 
big deal Tim Lammers is going to make an announcement. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Unfortunately, that comes off like, big deal, Tim Lammers is going to make an announcement. Because <laughs> you know that's how and people are going to read it. Oh, yeah. I am a big deal. <laughs> well, you know what else? Don't you know who I think I am? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Those are the greatest stories in the business. I don't care what. And, and Mike Evans does them all the time, too. The, the don't you know who I am stories are just the oh, greatest. Yeah, yeah he does. Mike, yeah, oh. Mike loves those. Don't you know who I am? So, oh, I, I get Chuck that one. Nabla. Chuck Nabla. Oh, that's classic you right are. there, man. Oh yeah, that was the Chucker at his finest, right there. No <laughs> doubt about it. You know, I'm, one thing I've got to tell you. What was I crabby at again? The coffee. The coffee. So I'm crabby at the coffee, and I'm also deeply saddened by the fact that I typed in the word George, G E O R G E, right? Mm-hmm. The first name. Mm-hmm. Who's the first name that came up? Soros. Oh. Yep. George Mike Soros Tana. came up. Yep. <laughs> Second was George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Can't remember who was third. And fourth was George Washington. Oh. George Soros. Well, he hasn't done with... anything recently. Wow, well, that's true. <laughs> true. You know, you can't even, you can't even get bled out well. <laughs> What's the latest on but George But the good Washington? news, if you look up wooden teeth, he's number one in the Google Damn search. right. It is really weird looking at the bed he died in, though. It's like, ugh. Mm. Because they bled him out, that's why he died. Oh, George Washington, huh? No, no George, George Clooney. <laughs> we are <laughs> different. Um, um, they. That's why he died. They. They bled him out, and he died from. Huh. It. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Although but, it makes sense given well, the time. To, yeah, they used to bleed people out all the time. I thought it made them better. Well, it does. Yes, or bleeding did. you out makes you feel better. And that's what. That's a lot of why they say women live to be long, live longer, and look younger is because of the menstruation cycle, and they're constantly changing out blood. Well, plus the fact that men aren't anywhere near as annoying. Oh, wait a minute. Wow. <laughs> well, they did. Okay, side effects of marijuana <laughs> exactly. and cannabis. Tongue is unleashed. <laughs> yeah, tongue unleashed. They did. Let five pints of blood. Yeah, it's too many pints. That's too yeah. much. Seems blood. like. Seems about four pints too many. Yeah. <laughs> really does, doesn't it? Four pints of blood. Do you remember a quick look- way to lose weight, I guess. Do you remember looking at that bed, Andy, that he died in? No. You don't remember being at Mount Vernon? I, I barely remember Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. my God. He goes to Mount Vernon, and he's looking at the bed, the actual bed George Washington died in. He doesn't even remember it. How about if I showed you where George Clooney peed? <laughs> just out of curiosity, when you donate blood... When you donate blood, just out of curiosity, how much do you give a pint? Yeah, usually. I think so, yeah. And even then, some that, people yeah. start feeling faint. That's oh, yeah, they, they give them a cookie, don't they? Yeah. Graham crackers and juice, I yep. think. Oh, is that what it is? To improve oh, they, their they blood They have those sugar. little uh, fudge-stripe cookies now. That's ah. what I thought. That's what I'd heard anyway. Yeah. Do they have a gluten-free option? You are screwed. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> yes, you can lick hey, the wrapper. You see those good and plenty? Yeah. yeah. Waste the money. She can't even eat them. No. They're made with wheat. They have wheat flour. They have wheat Who flour knew? in it. Everything has wheat flour in it. Tim, Tim, help me. I'm in an old folks' home. Okay, so Tim. Yeah, coffee doesn't work. <laughs> Everything's all gluten-y. I know. I've got these two over here. Gluten and the coffee maker. Uh, um, Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween. Yes. Halloween was huge. I, that doesn't surprise me, and I'm glad Dave is in studio so we can have a, we can have a Siskel and Ebert battle here because well, here Dave liked it, and I hey spoilers can't say I hated it, but I I just was kind of left unenthused really? by it just because I felt like I saw the same movie that I've seen nine times before. Yeah, but did they? No, I mean yes. <laughs> well, the first part was great. Up, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, I mean, her becoming this big survivalist and having this big uh, cachet of weapons and, Ooh, and uh, is, that, is that or is it cash? Just Whatever, cash you know, weapons, got a lot of weapons. And, um, okay, and that was great. But once Michael Myers, um, uh, there's a couple, his first couple victims are it's a little more unique. Um, but then once he gets back to Haddonfield, it felt like the same movie to me. And minute. that's where I was disappointed. I was disappointed, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. What do you mean his first two victims were unique? What did he do, kill a parrot? I mean, what do you mean no, unique? No, no, they're humans, but he didn't take them out in the way he normally takes people out. Stabby. And it wasn't in Haddonfield. He escaped from this caravan being transferred. Naturally, they transfer him, and they put him in a bus where he's going to overtake the guard and escape, mm-hmm. which he does. 
Um, and then there are a couple spoilers. of investigative journalists spoilers. who spoilers investigative journalists who um, uh, get a little too close to the story. And uh, so you know uh, the, the way he gets to Haddonfield. I mean, I guess they have to set it up, and it, it is a little different. But once you get, don't you don't you have to admit, Dave, that once he got to the hometown that it kind of felt like the same movie he's just basically killing people well that's what all of these slash and dash movies are it's formulaic you're you know if you're having sex you're drinking or you're smoking weed why are you looking yeah. at me when you said that i'm just saying Tom. he goes like this <laughs> when you're having sex but well, what, you what, are the one that said you're going to kick open the door and start sometimes when we, we touch, touch. <laughs> do move but what kind of twist are you going to give that you there see, was that's a twist what i wanted i want well but Th- it didn't there was last multiple long. twists there was that one big twist where I thought, oh, okay, this is going to go this direction now. And then, no, it kind of, that twist Tim, was kind of Tom, eliminated. Tim, Tom. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm Jim, talking around the spoilers here. here. Here's the funny thing. Just two seconds ago, he goes, yeah, there was, no, there was no twist. Well, yeah, I mean, there was a twist. Well, yeah, but it, <laughs> if it would have gone somewhere. It did. See, I like this. I like this debating. If it would have gone somewhere, but it didn't go anywhere. It did, Tim. That's what gets the story going. Briefly, briefly. Uh, if we're talking about the same thing. Good day, sir. This is in the second I half of the movie. I said good day, day, That's it. What, so what are you looking for in a slash and dash movie that would have made it stand well, out to you? Well, just in something different. I, I guess I, I, I don't understand that critics normally will rip on a movie for not being, for basically being the same movie, but for some reason they gave this one a pass. That, that's baffling to me. Because right. this was the same movie. That The second half of the movie was the same movie we've seen before. And if you wait to the end credits, and Dave and I both did, um, you hear Michael Myers breathing, so Michael Myers is going to come back because the movie made big money over the weekend. Mm, it's huge and, money, yeah. And so it's like, okay, same thing over and over and over again. Um, <clears throat> that's, that's my beef. But, See, I, know, I liked uh, uh, Halloween Resurrection because I liked that they had made it contemporary. It was like they, they had done a... Uh, it's a re- based on a reality show, so they've set up cameras oh, in yeah, Michael right, Myers' yeah. old house, and they're <clears> going to try to scare yeah. some contestants. Right. Meanwhile, Michael really gets out, and I thought that was a cool yeah. twist on the time. And I thought what they did with this sh- with this one was good. But what you have to realize too is that this is the only now official sequel to the original Halloween. They're oh, getting wow. rid of two right. through six, right. and now and Isn't they're that and convenient. Ugh, well, thankfully, <laughs> you know? and they're getting rid of that yeah. crap. Fantastic Rob Zombie trash that came oh out. Oh my God! Is that, that Halloween H two O? No, he just came out with Halloween and and Halloween Two: The Resurrection of, or mm. Return of Michael Myers. He, he did his two versions, which talk about just a, a cookie cutter. Once you get past that first fifteen minutes of Rob Zombie's movie, it's almost too faithful yeah. to the original. Yeah, but it's like you know, I didn't need a backstory of why Michael was like he was. I didn't want it to be because he was part of a dysfunctional. Inbred molestation drug family. I you know I don't need to know that. It should just be that we have no idea where this evil came from. Evil just exists. I have a question for Isn't you. Isn't that what every Rob Zombie movie is like, though? Yeah, I hate his movies. Yeah, the movies are they're, they're okay in small bites, but uh, that's about it. That's the deal. Yeah, so brutal, brutal. By the way, Joe, I tell you, what, Joe from Louisville just sent me a message. Take another hit. You're starting to lose your high. Yeah, okay, Joe. <laughs> this I would, direct attack. See, in the Halloween movie, I like this follow-up. I, I went in. See, what I've been doing to Tim is I've been throwing away all expectations for movies lately. Good plan. I just yeah. go in. I'm like, this is gonna probably suck, but it, it'll be good to see Jamie Lee Curtis one last yep. time and see how they've developed this character. If this was, and I tried to just forget everything that came after the original Halloween, and I think that might be why I enjoyed it more. Is I thought you there was some. You think it's going to be the last time though? Because look at the money it made, and they can't go on without Man. it. I don't. I don't know. I mean, they they did four, five other sequels without Laurie Strode. Four other sequels. Well, they did H two O, so they got her back. For right, that. Josh right. Hartnett. <clears throat> Which was I kind of like yep. that one too. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. yeah, Josh, a good guy too. Really nice. Um, but the, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sure they'll they'll probably keep it moving now because it's made some money. But uh, it, it, I just am putting it in that this is like a bookend series. One and two, this will be it for me, and I enjoyed it yeah. for that. Yeah. And I liked that they turned it on its ear, and you actually start to wonder who is 
who's more psycho? You know, Michael, his doctors, the cops, Lori Strode. Right. You don't know who's coming from what angle. Even they, they introduce her daughter in this movie. Well, they do. And 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 they give a weird backstory. So I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty pretty well done for what it was, crafting kind of a newer story. And there were to me there were two or three little twists that kept it going for me to make it interesting. Who plays Donald Pleasance's part? There is. He's gone. He's dead. Well, he's dead. I know. Yeah. So they didn't like. Oh, they some... just mentioned that he died. <clears throat> oh, they yeah. do. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because uh, you know, once once he captured him at the end of part one, they're, they're saying that he was captured again. Yeah. And then. Yeah. Well, they do. However, the guy there is a, a psychologist right. that is supposedly what did he say he was a partner with him? Or well, something? he was his protege. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, and and then at one point, Laurie Strode says to him, are you the new Loomis? Uh, Loomis? Right. Yeah. Um, but they do have a thing, and as, I, as you find out, if you look at IMDb, the credits, um, but they had a, a, like a tape recording of supposedly Dr. Loomis, and it wasn't even Donald Pleasant. Yeah. They used somebody else for the voice, but they called it... Um, Loomis, you think they could have just gone and, gone and grabbed some dialogue or something from him from before? Yeah, but... because he did like three or four movies in the in the yeah. run. Why wouldn't they have just grabbed some audio from one of those? Yeah, yeah. But again, I, I have to tell people I and I said this on KQ last week. I I think it's average. I don't hate it. I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's half a movie. To me, it's only half a movie. The first part was great. The second part was I've seen it before. And that just leveled it off to an average movie for me. That that's that's my take anyway. Here's my take. It's gone. The evil is gone. The Donald Pleasant. <laughs> yes. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard. <laughs> Tom Bernard here to tell you Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. This is my doorbell. Someone's here, honey. Answer the door. I think I'm going to go home. Well, I got to go to the geef joint. And then I'm going to go home. The geef joint. Is that what it's called? I don't, I don't know. I don't go. So yeah, I've got it on my insurance card. It says the No, you can't. You can't put it on insurance. No. Cash on the barrel head only, yeah. which is fine. I got yeah. no problem with that. <laughs> well, listen here. Yeah. Uh, do you yeah. like the? Do you? Are you seeing the relaxed look on your dad's face? I just there's like no tension lines to me today. He's just all. I don't care anymore. That's, <laughs> that's the biggest problem. I don't Cash care, on the barrel head. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is like. Hey, I was surprised. If you bought that kind of geef in uh, Vegas or in Colorado, it would cost at least twice that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but you're getting Minnesota ditch weed. No, nah, this stuff is good. Yeah, <laughs> look at you. No, man. <laughs> hey, man. No, man. It's really like good stuff, and it's. Then mm-hmm. you don't have to smoke. See, that's it. the key indicator there. He's using the word "man" a lot. Man. Hey, man. man. I hate you the eagle, say, man. man. Lammers, he's so relaxed. He's like melted into his chair. <laughs> he's got a, a perma smile on, it's and terrible. there's no there's no worry lines. It's crazy. It's terrible. I hate the effing eagles, man. I hate the effing eagles, man. <laughs> I, that was a great character. 
I know. Jeff Daniels, <laughs> phenomenal in that role. Uh, yeah. No, it wasn't Jeff Daniels. It was uh, no Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Jeff Bridges. I know. Bridges. I get the two confused as well. Yeah, yeah, I was Jeff, just thinking, Jeff Daniels is Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I was just thinking of THC. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <But> anyway, <clears throat> what? <laughs> I just know how you're feeling because I'm feeling the same way. Honestly, yeah, but you've been hitting the vape pen. Uh, I just do that at night before I go to bed. So you get a really you're really jacked when you oh, hit the sack. Oh yeah. You're turning into Tommy Chong. Thank you. Thank you so much. Right. Vaping is the uh, subject of the latest uh, South Park, which is hotter than ever this year. It that is going, show. And they are going after everybody. That show is still very, very funny, I think. I, I really oh my I've God. enjoyed that show over the years. When they went after Barbara Streisand for an entire season. <laughs> Me- Mecca Streisand? Her, her floating head all over the place. <laughs> I like when they had to call upon Robert Smith guys. from I mean, The Cure guys, to Fight Her. Yes. They do not care about what anybody thinks. And they even, nope. they're, they're so gutsy, at the end of the episode, after the credits, they have hashtag cancel South Park. <laughs> it's yeah, like they, they're right. daring people. Yeah, cancel South Park. Hey, whatever. But yeah, put it out there. You want to do it? Then do it. It's, I know. think the point there is that hashtags don't do anything, and they everyone don't. knows it. Hashtag is a waste of time, and I wish they'd stop doing it. No, you know what it's really good for? Marketing. Well, yeah. So if you put in a hashtag, you know, if you said something clever on the show and Not we hashtagged happen. it, Not right? Hashtag Timmy. Timmy. Right? And then people start putting it, populating it, people go in. But if they're looking for um, Shatner, they go in and they look up hashtag Shatner, they'll see all the, the posts about Shatner today. Oh, on any Facebook reference. So it's kind Twitter of, yeah. Uh, so that's kind of nice. So, like, at this time of year, I'll start hashtagging more paranormal, supernatural, ghost, ghost stories. And then I draw people into, you know, if, if they're looking for that, boom, it's easier for them to find. Is that only Twitter where they do hashtags? No, they do it on the Facebook and on the Instagram. I oh, they do. It, okay. Yeah, I think it works best on Instagram and Twitter, not well, as much as Facebook. Facebook, I heard just about over. Um,. I heard a lot of younger people, people under 25, do not go on Facebook at all. I don't. I, I like Facebook because it's more personal. Like, Instagram is just pictures. Twitter is just arguing. Um. <laughs> Twitter is horrible. Twitter yeah. is horrendous. Well, I had a good time well, the last couple of days. If I it. if I can bring up a tweet, because, Cassie, I don't know if you mentioned this to Tom yet, but I sent you a tweet that PETA sent out. I actually have a post from a couple years ago, but for some reason... They tweeted it out over the weekend, and people are losing their minds. What? Oh, really? I, did I get it? Yeah, check out, check your uh, messenger, in, in, messenger thing. Okay. Yes, your famous messenger thing, as they say in the digital world. Yeah, no, yeah, they, <laughs> oh, yeah, here I got it. Yep. Okay, it Tommy, right you're going to love this. You're going right. to love this. Okay, here, here we, we go. go. Here, cow's milk has long been a symbol used by white supremacists. One more reason to ditch dairy. Hashtag ditch dairy. (laughs) What is it? Who's that from? PETA. PETA. You're kidding. Well, they're proud of how crazy they are, though. They actually are serious with that. And they have an article, What Does Drinking Milk Have to Do with White Supremacy? Apparently, (laughs) the white stuff isn't the right stuff. (laughs) Wow. But almond milk is white. Yeah, so. almond milk's white too. That's well, an off white. Well, that's, that's off more eggshell. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's more dirty coconut milk. milk. Right. Coconut milk. There we go. You can't just, tell the uh, difference between them. Can I go them. live in a cave now? Yeah, after it's, that, it's the, I, I'm, I'm offended that you want to live in a cave. Did you hear the list? <laughs> the list of costumes that kids can't wear this year. That it's a little satire. I don't know where it appeared. Facebook or somewhere. It's very funny because you. Tell your children they can't go as a skeleton because you're teasing people with eating disorders. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? I'm, I know. I'm reading the art as when Christopher Waltz's character in Glorious Yeah, thanks Bad. for paying attention to the show. Sorry. He's like locked into this no, deal. No, this is insane. Uh, in Glorious Bastards, drinks a glass of milk as a character in a pivotal pivotal scene of get out sips the cow secretion dairy has long been embraced as a symbol of white supremacy so because he was a nazi (laughs) drinking milk in a scene Mm. seriously i i I, i've gotten to the point may as well talk about this right here because i've gotten to the point when are we going to do something with the outlandish behavior in america right now and by that i mean when uh Anderson of the Jets throws the football at an official. Yeah. I mean, what what are you doing? 
he should be suspended for at least two games. There's a fist fight on the NBA court. They did get suspended for four, three, and two games. There was a shooting outside an NFL game in Jacksonville. What the hell are we doing? You're supposed to go to sporting events and get drunk and then go home. What are you doing? Is there any announcement over any sort of penalty or uh, fine for the Anderson throwing the football? It's interesting because when you see him do it, I just knew that, A, he's going to get a penalty for unsportsmanlike. Yeah. And then they showed it from a different angle, and it lands at the feet of an official. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, God. And I, I'm shocked they didn't toss him from the game. They should have tossed him from the game. We cannot keep tolerating this kind of behavior because it's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse uh, until more, a lot of people are going to get You're killed. such an elitist white man. Is it an elitist white man? Yeah. think so, yeah. based on what? Because you're, you're, you're stifling creative forces from showing their anger. That's true. I forgot. Yeah. I showed well, my anger the, for like the, my the first... People, uh, the announcers yesterday seemed to excuse uh, the Anderson. Well, you know, yeah. he's frustrated and blah, care. blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. No, sorry. You, it's going to spill over into society. When young people see their heroes acting like that, they're going to double down on it and be even worse out mm-hmm. in the streets. Who is the guy like two weeks ago that shoved an official? NFL. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he got out there, and they were, they were all kind of scuffling, and the, it's the ref stop. got in there, and he gave him a little juke. So Here's the deal. if you Whether it's Roger Godot or what the hell his name is, mm-hmm. looking for Godot. What's his name? The guy in NFL. Goodell. Roger Goodell. Goodell. Goodell there yeah. you go. Waiting for Goodell. So he anyway, is so high, Lammers. He's unbelievable, man. <laughs> he should be on the phone today saying this is all going to stop immediately because – Children are going to see this. Teenagers how did, are going to see How does that work this. on the kneeling thing? Yeah. that. Thing. Uh, how about Amy Schumer? Good God. Way to join the party there, Amy. You're only a <laughs> year late, but other than that. But I'm just saying, not that I'm against or for the kneeling situation. You know, people do what they need to do. But they they try kneel. to put their foot down a few times. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody does care. No, I mean in the, you know. No, they don't. He can put his foot down all they want. People will take fines and sit out games. But they're getting their, But they're getting more attention for their cause. So the violence on the field, you know, when it comes to officiating, and that has got to stop, I agree. But, you know, I don't know what they're going to do to stop. You know, I mean, you know what's amazing to, about that? Boot him out of the – I just think with all of these – and it started with Randy Moss. I can't it stand did. him, and I don't know no, why he's canonized like a hero here. No, he's a complete right. piece of trash. I wouldn't. I and wouldn't I don't care what color he is. That's not why I'm saying that. I'm saying no. that when he he hit a parking attendant. Yes, he did. And got off with it. If I would have, if Tom Bernard would have bumped into a par, bumped into a oh, parking attendant, but you'd be done. I would. There's and he no got doubt out of it. it. And comes out and says, "Randy Moss plays when Randy Moss." Then you don't play anymore. You're done. This yeah, you're is done. this is. I agree. A, 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 a show and a field for people that want to be here. I and if you want, more. get rid of all these prima donnas. Just shoot them mm-hmm. out and bring in college kids that want to play. Here's my deal with that taking a knee thing. Uh, it's just like anything else in my life, and people don't seem to understand that. I don't give a rat's ass if you take a knee or not. I don't. You do. Good for you. Am I going to get pissed off? No, you're a moron. Why would I get pissed off at some dimwit who kneels? Colin Kaepernick did it to make money, you dumb bastards. And it worked. Oh, yeah, he's making tons of money from it. Seriously, he did it to make money. That's the See, only I'll, reason. I'll he go did on it. the side and say that. Listen, I appreciate when somebody that has a level of fame uses it for something they think is good. And the idea that there was all this pr- police brutality that was going on, yeah, and and so mm-hmm. much was being said, and the Black Lives Matter movement. This that was a passive way, without being vocal or calling for a war. That was a passive way of just saying I. I love my job. I love what I do, but I, I don't stand right now for what America is allowing to have happen. I get that. But I here's what I don't get. Growing up in North Minneapolis, and I'm not talking about any specific race. It's mm-hmm. white people, black people, Spanish people, uh, you know, Native Americans, all the rest of it. There's all this police brutality. You should see the brutality between the neighbors. Oh, no. It's no much doubt. worse. I, I fully understand. That's what I said, I think, when I was here with you one of the last times, or right. maybe even when I was here with uh, with Nick, is the neighborhoods need to step up. And the leadership no within the neighborhood has to step no up way. and say, we got to stop killing each other. First of all, if you no. want people to respect us, we got to respect each other. You're right. And if we're killing each other on the daily, that just shows that we have no respect for humankind, even, even our own race. Yeah, but then whenever someone does do that, they end up, Dead or in prison, so yeah. 
No, I mean, it's a situation. It goes all the way back to my childhood. When a guy in our neighborhood used to bring his kids into the middle of the street to beat the hell out of them so it can not only harm them physically, but humiliate them as well. I will never forget that as long as I live. It actually hit me, and I was only 12, 11, 10. I don't know what I was. But I looked at him and went, this guy is trying to humiliate his own children. It's not enough that he can pound the hell out of them. I, that, that is what's got to start. Look, 5% of cops, just like every other job, 5% of cops are terrible at their job, and they shouldn't be cops. I don't have any problem with that whatsoever. But by the same token, we got to stop brutalizing each other and preying on each other in our neighborhoods. That's got to stop. Although you got to say one thing. Mm. Back in the day when parents ruled with an iron fist, and I'm not, listen, well, I, I, got my, I got my ass kicked by my dad on numerous not occasions. Not the street, though. Uh, no, but my dad did. Like when, when oh, they, did. Okay. They, they snuck the old man's car out and put a ding in it, my grandfather grabbed, grabbed the oh. baseball bat and was chasing him around the yard. My grandfather was going to beat him with in front bat. of the world with a bat, give him a good whack. <laughs> we have great genes. No, I'm not saying that that's, that's okay, but I mean, there's also a certain level that my dad respected his dad and was fearful in a positive way of his father that yeah. you realize there are repercussions for the actions. And if you steal well, my car yes. and you do this damage, no, I'm going to beat you. Yeah, we went from that to you're not allowed to say anything mean to your child because it might emotionally damage them. And I, it's like, my why can't we find a medium? My 13-year-old daughter, about two weeks ago, she she mouthed off to me, and I turned and I said, my dad would have put my head through that wall. Oh, yeah, it's true. And she goes, <laughs> that, that was a different time. And, oh! and, I, and I looked at her, and she goes, and you're not going to do that. And I said, if I could, I would. If I could, I would. Because <laughs> you, you really go. need... And I said, but I'm, I'm just... I said, what breaks my heart is the fact that I have no real way to prep you for the real world because yep. you just don't no, realize right. that there are repercussions. Oh, and oh when you God. go out there and you talk to people yeah. like this, man or women, somebody's going to kick you around no, hard no because you have to realize you can't treat people like this. You can't talk to them. And and it, my kids' eyes glaze over. They just mm-hmm. don't grasp, well, Dad, every time there's trouble, you get me out of it. Do you remember the first time you were ever punched in the face? By who? By anybody. Yes. I mean, it... <laughs> It, it it gets locked in your head. Oh, that's what happens. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I had, I had a fist. I had many fist fights growing up because I was bullied. And I shouldn't say fights. I just got my ass kicked. But I remember when I was about seventeen, and I puffed out the chest one day and Uh-oh. started going at the old man. And my dad just my didn't, Cassie knows my dad. He's a him. he's a short little Polak uh, construction worker. His arms are like Popeye forearms because he's a cement finisher. And he goes, Oh yeah. He goes, Let's just go outside and handle this. And my mom's like, Jim? No. And he goes, no, he's a big guy. It's time he shows the old man. So we go outside, and my dad looks at me, and he goes, you get the first punch. I go, I don't need the first. Bam! And he hit me between the right, right now. I hit the ground, and I was sitting there stunned, like birds are tweeting. <laughs> and then he goes, get up. And I go, uh-uh. No. And he goes, get up. I said, I'm done. And he goes, okay. And he just turns around and walked. That was the only okay, one hit, and I was down for the count. That You'll old man rung it. my bell. And you know what? I never once puffed up in his chest again. Oh, and I was idea. bigger than him, younger Doesn't and matter. faster. That old man knocked me out with one punch. I know. I'm just telling you. It's a whole different kettle of fish. That's all I got yeah. to say. All right, Timmy, have a magnificent week, and then stop pissing and moaning about Halloween. Yeah, I, I will. I'm, I'm on to the next thing. Uh, Hunter <laughs> Killer is this week with uh, Gerard Butler and, and Gary Oldman, so I'll be talking about that Thursday. I look forward and, to it. Uh, Bohemian yeah, Rhapsody. And so we'll, yeah, that's, uh, we're screening that this week, baby, and tomorrow. that's the big one coming so up November awesome. 2nd. Oh, really? Because so, yeah. tomorrow I'll be working, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later, Timmy. We'll be right okay, back. Okay, see you. Have a good day, everybody. You too, Bye-bye. Tim. Thanks. Bye-bye. Be right back. <laughs> 